Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Real Talk with Ben podcast. We are back, or I'm back. I always never know how to say that, but that's okay. Uh, I just want to say thank you guys for tuning in. It's always a pleasure uh, whenever I hear people commenting on how much they enjoy it or how much they they don't enjoy it. It doesn't matter. I really do appreciate all the feedback and everything like that. And today's guest is the one and only Mrs. Bowden. Oh, she doesn't like when I, she doesn't really, I don't know. She Has it got used to that yet? The Mrs. Bowden? Kind of, yeah. Kind of. Uh, this is my wife, Rebecca. If you guys don't know, um, we got married back in August, which was how long ago? Six months. Which is, has it felt longer to you? In some cases, yes, but some cases not really. I mean, it, this, like, it felt like it was forever ago, but it's True. also felt like really fast at that the is, same time. It doesn't really make sense, but yes. <laughs> that is true. And Rebecca here is joining us today to talk a little bit about, you know, what's it like being Amer- married to an American? What's it like visiting America as a Hungarian, which is a, an experience and a half. Oh, and, yes. And uh, we're going to be talking about all that today. So I hope you guys tune in and enjoy it because we like talking about how weird I am and how awkward it can be sometimes to be married to an American. Um, but yeah, let's get started. So Rebecca, we've been married for around six months and it's been a great, great experience. It's been a fun experience. Many weird things have happened. Um, yeah. what is the, what are the top 10 things really that, uh, I just gotta, I just, so you could see your face. Uh, what are some of the top, top things, top five things that makes being married to an American like it either it's weird or it's different or you just don't understand and you might not ever understand. Explain. Mm, that's a good question. I honestly have, haven't thought about it. One is, of course, the language. The it's, language. Goodness. It's kind of funny. Like at this point, Hungarian and English doesn't really hear it like feel different to me. So it kind of messes with my brain sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> I would start talking in Hungarian. This is true. And then, especially at the coffee shop, it happens so many times when I start a conversation in one language and then I continue in the other one and I don't notice it. And they just look at me like, who's this weirdo and what are they talking about? Yeah. Would you say that it's it's more of a challenge? Like with me, I guess... Obviously, I don't speak Hungarian. I know for all of you that think Hungarian's easy, <laughs> you see my other videos. Go check them out; they're hilarious. Um, but would you say it? It is kind of funny. I think since we've been married, I've noticed it more. Is like when we go visit her family, I'm like the only one. I am the only one that doesn't speak Hungarian. So, if you know me personally, you know I'm a very chatty Kathy, and um, I become like a mute mule um, when. Uh, <laughs> When I'm around her family, like I talk to her brother who speaks English and of course, Rebecca, but with her mom and dad, it's just, it's, it's hilarious. But, um, yes, because I'm like, like <laughs> the I translator. Yes. But it, sometimes it feels like I'm the, like the tunnel that everything. You're the middleman. Yeah. It's just weird. Like, like I'm having three different conversations with five different people. It's funny. I'm the one who translates everything all the time. I have my siblings who speak English, but they don't always like to translate, which I totally get because I don't like to translate all the time either. But 
especially them who don't speak English every single day. Mm-hmm. But whenever they hear that sometimes I translate something the wrong way, they automatically tell me that it's not wrong. And then my parents are like, so you're not translating everything? And I'm like, if you're going to say that, then help me. <laughs> so that, I mean, that is a big challenge with having a, you know, international marriage per se, right? Like I've been around Hungarians for going on eight, nine years now. So I'm used to being around them. I hear, and like I pick up words, you know, the, so many people wonder if I know any Hungarian and, and I, I always say that I, I hear enough to pick up things here and there, but so that that's one thing, language. Yeah. What would be? Oh, I have one more. Okay. What's it? She might not have five. There I are, say five, but it she might not have five. It's okay. There are words that you only know in one language because it doesn't exist in the other one, and then you're having a conversation with someone in one of the languages, and then that word that doesn't exist in the in in that language would be perfect in that sentence in that sentence, but it doesn't exist in that language it's really annoying especially when we when we were fighting and i would have a word in hungarian but it doesn't exist in english so my sentence just doesn't make sense and yeah i i yeah i would say there are times that many of our arguments happen because the length of the of the just the different of our culture like no, I, like different words mean different yeah, things. Like, I mean. like the word, I mean, okay, it doesn't. But imagine if someone says the word dog and it would mean two different things. Like for him, it would mean a dog. And for me, it would mean like a cat. I mean, it's kind of absurd, but. Yeah. And, and so that, that causes some things and, and not like terrible, right? Like we're not saying like it's so hard to communicate, but there's just times where I'll say a, a phrase that I've said my whole life and it doesn't necessarily, when she's thinking about it, understand what it means, but yeah, it, it is, it is fun though. Sometimes like when I say a joke that I know is hilarious in my own language and then she sits there and is like, yeah, no, it's not that funny. And I'm like, Oh, and I, and I get it all the time at school too. Like I've mentioned this before. Like I deal with kids from Korea, China, it's Iran. usually it's usually like cultural jokes. Yeah, and so it's anything that's cultural. It's it can be tough for us. So we hear those two things. What's something else that maybe since we've been married, you've noticed that I do that you're like that's weird or like why? The combination of foods that American eat, Americans <laughs> oh eat. That's one. That was one of the hardest things to figure out. Okay. He will kill me for this, but at the beginning, I asked him to tell me all the foods that he doesn't like so that I will just be aware of it. And it ended up, I ended up making him tell tell me every food that he actually eats because that list is shorter. (laughs) So I keep that in my phone. At this point, I memorized all of it, but like, I don't know, like there are basic things that Hungarians would do that Americans just or especially him just doesn't like doesn't do like yeah it it, it is a it is a struggle like that- a Hungarian would put butter on their sandwich in the beginning he made a sandwich for work every day and he put one single yep. um like slice of I don't know meat it was ham 
ham in it. And that was his sandwich. Hungarians would never call that a sandwich. Listen, that is the same. That is like the same lunch I've had when I was growing up was a ham sandwich with bread and ham. You can ask my my mom. It was the same. You don't eat actual food for lunch. You eat sandwiches. That's just weird. That's normal. In, 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 in America, that's so normal, but that's besides the point. Uh, and you don't eat a sandwich for dinner. No, no one eats sandwiches. I mean, you can. I mean, Hungarians I, I, do. I, I know, but also this is don't the bigger. Say that's no one. So if you're not. Okay. So if you're not from, from Hungary, you haven't been here. The biggest thing for me that I had to figure out when I first came was the fact that lunch is the big meal of the day. Dinner is the, is more of a smaller meal. Like, for me as an American and for someone that eats at five o'clock every day, that was the hardest thing that I've ever had to get used to because when I came here for camps, it was like a challenge for me because you're having to like figure out how to like not your get stomach. food coma in yeah, the middle also, of the day. <laughs> no, it's just also like your stomach's so used to the, the way you eat and the pattern you eat. So that was a challenge. Also. Mm. Times when he eats. That is true. It's so weird. As a Hungarian, um, my average dinner time was usually around 7.30, maybe 8 o'clock. Yes. He makes me eat at like 5.30. I don't make you eat. Don't don't say make. We've discussed. We find it, we, I eat a little later now. You know that. Yeah. I mean. It's usually like 6.30 before you really eat. Yeah. I, Sometimes usually at lunch fat, at school, like earlier. She doesn't know this at school. My lunchtime is normally like 11, but I actually eat lunch about 1030 because I need a little extra time because of planning and stuff. Okay. You so also I don't eat, eat breakfast. I do. I eat like a, I usually eat banana bread, apples, whatever I bring with me. Carrots. Okay. Hungarians eat their lunch at two o'clock. Well, that's just, that's just crazy. No, that's the perfect time. One thirty to two o'clock. That's the perfect time to eat lunch. So, so as you could tell, and we actually eat breakfast, like not just apples. That is true. I mean, depends where you're from. I mean, that's every, like this big. Okay, but that's like that's everyone's culture is different, and you know that. I and know every, it's weird. Yes, you ask what were is the weirdest anything, is things. Is there anything else? Or, or I'm sure there is. There are plenty of things. I know one thing. I will say one thing. Americans shower in the morning. Yes, I will. That's say That's not a thing in Hungary. I will say one thing that is weird that uh, I will never get used to is that my wife, this is just an example this morning, got up about 940. I had to go in, by the way. I went in to see if she was awake and it was like 949 a.m. when she was getting up. And if I wouldn't have even talked to her, she would have been asleep till like 11 or 12. For me, the way that I'm raising, if dad's listening, he'll know what I'm saying. Like if, his mentality was my dad's mentality was if, if you get if you sleep past nine you're crazy, and why not wake up at like I can't sleep past seven thirty so that's really weird that I had experienced. But anyways, there are many things that as an inner intercultural couple it's it's very different from time to time. And if you want more on that, maybe we can come back for a, like a longer episode on. Well, you didn't too. let me have my take on the sleeping oh in part. Well, you know. Well, well, you're like you're you like to hibernate. First of all. First of all, why would you wake up before nine o'clock on the weekend? Why would you? Because you have more of the day of break. So you have more of the day that you don't have to work. Yes, but you're wasting energy. You're wasting food. If you sleep. Okay. 
Okay, here's the t- here's the thing. Um, in high school, I used to get so tired during the week that I would go to bed at six o'clock and wake up at two in the afternoon the next day. I only had to eat dinner. I mean, not that at that time it would have mattered because I lived with my parents, so whatever. But like, you only had to eat dinner. That was perfect. You only used <laughs> half of a day of energy. You had more for the next week. Like, why would you wake up before nine? Like, who does that? The real people. Um, no, it it's it is a it's an interesting conversation, and it's there's always that's the fun part about marriage is there's something you learn new every week. I feel like I learn something new about Rebecca every week that I'm like, wow, that's You're just a, that's a quirk. That we we both have we both okay. have different quirks. Okay, now tell tell me two things that, uh, that you two think things. it's weird. Uh, one, I'll I'll be brief so we can keep the episode moving. But uh, one would be um, uh, okay. I'm trying to word this correctly. I'll say first. This is the the first one. One, the amount of hair that I find around this place. That's just a girl thing. Yes. But I, I swear that your hair sheds more than any other, like, like I'll be walking. She will have, she would have combed your hair. She would have showered. You would think, okay, she sits down on the couch. Then she leaves about five minutes later. I go over to, I walk or whatever. I look down and I step in this wad of hair. Like, I swear it just, I like it's clean floor. And then all of a sudden there's a wad of hair that just comes out of nowhere. It is, it is beyond me. Um, maybe it's just because I had a younger brother and it was, we never had that problem. Yes. Uh, I would say. And it's, then, a, it's a girl problem. And this Not would be Hungarian my second girl. one. And this would be my s- second one. Uh, as a Hungarian that I, I have to get used to is, I'm going to say this nicely, stubbornness in certain situations. Um, what I mean by that is um, <laughs> there's just like, it's hard to describe unless you've been around Hungarians. There's just a moment when you know when you're conversating or you're having a discussion about something and they get real stubborn about the idea. They don't really want to leave that. And it's not just her, like it's many Hungarians I work with, many Hungarians. It's just like this Hungarian thing that I still have to, you know, get used to in the sense. But would you say that that's a, a, a common thing for Hungarians to be stubborn? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, Americans are really polite. That is most true. Of the ta- most, most of the time. Most of the time. Most of the time. Like, like even, like even if you're like this, I I mean, I don't really know how to say this, but but Americans, for example, you come across someone that is mean, you don't like, whatever. Even if you have a passive aggressive tone, whatever you say, it's still kind of nice, like by the book. Hungarians would just cuss on you and don't care and like leave. Like, <laughs> like Hungarians would probably never be able to work in customer service. Because <laughs> if, <laughs> cause if someone would just come in super mean, they would just don't care and walk away. Yeah, and that that's just something that and, like and like they wouldn't be bothered. Yeah, and that's just something that I've had to deal with too. Like when I when I travel, I travel to work. If you didn't know, I travel to work on trams and stuff. So I experience it every day. I'm I'm kind of used to now, but that was just something that I had to get used to at times when we have arguments or something like that. It's you know it's all in love. But speaking of America and speaking of someone that's never been to America, 
intent. She wa- was, she's been there now, but back in October, <laughs> back in October, we got to go to America to celebrate our marriage with uh, family and friends as well. Just spend some time in America um, and exploring America. So mm-hmm. we went to Ohio um, and it was amazing. But before I even mention America going into America, Rebecca, how was flying for your first time? Especially the first Terrifying. flight. The first I thought flight. I was going to die. I'm not kidding. The guy could not fly a plane to save his life. And, and I will. It was terrifying. And I will be honest with you. Poor guy who was next to, sitting yeah. next to us. Yeah. He, he even offered his water to me at the end. I would <laughs> say this. Funny. I, I do agree with her. Like the guy didn't really know how to. I mean, he knew how to fly. It was the issue was, is there was something off with, it wasn't just turbulence. There was multiple things. So she, we're like shaking a lot during the, the, the flight. So as a first flight, it is just kind of, uh, it's, it's kind of terrible. You all right? Yeah. Okay. She's got some in her eye. We will proceed. One sec. Sorry. If one, if one eye will be smaller than the (laughs) video, I, I swear I'm okay. (laughs) So we flew, uh, it was a great, it was once she got into her second flight and once it, it kind of went for a while. It was, it wasn't too bad. I mean, she kind of got used to it in a sense. It might've been still a little scary. Yeah, but, but the, but the humans on the planes are just weird. Yeah. Well, that is, that is the fun of flying. You get to see interesting people and meet interesting people. It's the fun part. But so we got to America um, and we spent, uh, actually it was nice because our reception was like the third day we were, the second day we were there. So we did. I met about 200 people that I have never seen before. Would you say that was like one of the most challenging parts, at least as maybe if it was later, it might not have been as challenging. But since you just arrived in America and you were kind of tired and everything. My thing, if I meet someone, I don't want to just like, like talk to them out of courtesy, like small talk. Yeah. I actually, like I mean, I'm, them. yeah, I'm, I'm Hungarian. I'm, I'm not going to have a small talk with anyone. I'm not good at that. Like, yeah. Literally, I'm not really good at that. So, so like actually paying attention to everyone. And like, I tried to remember everyone's name. It didn't work. It was just hard because when you actually want to talk to someone, you will actually remember what they said. It's not just like small talk. So... That's like it doesn't exist in Hungary. Like that the fact true. that you that walk in somewhere and you ask how are they, it doesn't exist. Usually my encounters with people with Hungarian people is usually at the cafe. They come in and then they announce the name of the thing they want. Yep. So it just it was, it was it just was hard hard, yeah. hard to like fully pay attention to about 200 people all the time try to remember their name, try to remember the relation they have. Like, are they friends? Are they family? What kind of family? Whose side? Of, like, that was kind of hard. But it was still, like, fun. I would say even, like, uh, like you know, I have a cousin, Lauren, but then the guy that did our reception service was also named Lauren. So that was, you know. Oh, I still mixed them up because yeah. he just says, oh, Lauren. And I'm like, okay. Now I have to figure it out of the context of which Lauren. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's always a challenge, but you know, it, it was, a, it was a, if we did a lot of things, we traveled, we went to Cedarville university where I graduated from. We uh, went to different restaurants. We walked around the, the West Liberty, which was amazing. 
what did you tell me about when you walked in town for the first time you walked around like this girl, by the way, was like, so let me give a perspective. West Liberty is not a place that, you know, many people come to just like be excited about. So that's what I'm all going to say. Um, what was your like, what were you doing? Like what, as you were walking around town, like thinking it was so fun because my <laughs> only encounter with America, like the mm. place is usually movies. Yeah. And it looks like just like a small town, like American movie. Like, and it was fall too. Like so yeah, it had like all the like decoration with the blue and red and white things, mm-hmm. like those round yep. or like half round. Yeah, things. like on the on the like poles. the amount of pumpkins Americans <laughs> use is just insane. Like hey, let's go bigger, go like. Home. There was at least 50 pumpkins in one porch. And I'm like, like what? Like 50? Yeah, it's, it's. And then you went into the store and like, like to me, dollars sound like, like, like a movie currency because I only see it from movies. And then, and then I go in and everything is in dollars and I'm like. It feels like just like in a movie. Don't worry. It's, it was, that's one of the challenging things for me every time I go back to America. Like I, I remember thinking in foreign cause that's just on a daily basis what I think in. And so going back and seeing dollars, I'm like, oh, that's a different addition. I have to add different things. But it was so funny though, when she, we walked into town for the first time, that was one of the funniest things I've ever experienced was someone so excited about West Liberty. I know it wasn't just about West Liberty, but I was like, I'm used to people coming in and we're like, this is tiny, nice, cool. She's like taking photos. She went and got a coffee. She's walking around. We went to a thrift shop and we went to the- And like the farm shop where yeah. I bought like homemade lip balm. And then, and, and then we went to the chocolate store a little bit later. Oh yeah. Which Marie's Candy, if you're, ever, if you're ever in West Liberty, Ohio, head on over to Marie's. They are have amazing chocolate, amazing goodies. Um, really cool, really cool place. And, um, but yeah. They, so- had, they had chocolate corn. And I brought it back to my dad and it not was not like actual he, chalk corn, but it's like chop, chocolate shaped corn. Yeah. It was it was like one of his favorites because he used to grow corn and he was always um he was he was addicted to grow corn. It, it's funny because there's this law in Hungary that every couple years, I think it's either three or five, you have to change up what you grow. Mm-hmm. I in Hungarian there's a word for it but in and I don't know it in English and he just sneaked with it and he just <laughs> didn't grow anything else he just the always classic. grew corn if you ever met her dad if I could have him on the podcast he doesn't speak English so if I could have him on the podcast the amount of stories this man would tell would be um beyond what anybody would be able to handle I think at times um but he's an it amazing would be man fun. it would be fun amazing man uh, it maybe, would be funny. It would be really funny. It would be kind of cool. Um, and, and so with uh, being that being said, you, you got to experience West Liberty. What are, um, as we kind of finish up uh, with the conversation, what would be your top, th- maybe two or three things that you really enjoyed uh, as maybe as a Hungarian that has never really been to America that, that is different or just something you really enjoyed? There wasn't really like one thing. I think the whole experience was just so different. 
mm-hmm. like like the culture is just like complete two completely opposite cultures which is sometimes really fun and sometimes i was like first of all walmart is just an an interesting um place (laughs) of america but we were on our way out of the store oh i remember this and and two people just smiled at us and said oh hi and i said oh hi and then we walked away and I looked at Ben and I was like, who are they? And Ben was like, I don't know. And I was like, then why did they say <laughs> hi? And then he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, they waved at us and said hi. And I said hi back because I thought they knew you. And he was like, no, that's just what they do. And I'm like, that okay. that, was, that was probably one of the biggest things that she told me on the way back on the plane that was just like, the like the weirdest thing it was cool but at the same time it was like so weird and different from from what you experienced yeah here. it's americans are weirdly open but then yes. we open like they are weirdly open and they engage but they also weirdly don't care like they true. will engage you in a conversation like engage with you in a conversation but the next second they leave, they will forget about it and they wouldn't think anything of it. Like that's just unheard of in Hungary. Like if you if you um, make an effort to actually talk to someone, you will remember them. And the next time you meet them, like you will care. Like hung- like that's I think that's why small I can't talk and I don't have ear. So, so the reason there's like the idea of small talk is just weird to us is because if we like make the effort to talk to you, we will remember. And that's why we don't really call like in America, everyone is your friend. In Hungary, you have five friends and everyone is just acquaintances. Yeah. So it is a big difference. And um, how would you say... How would you say overall, like overall, how was your experience in America? Like, because I think everyone has their different opinion about America, but someone from Hungary and someone that um, has it got to experience it. And maybe if they're a Hungarian watching and they might have doubts about America, how would you say your overall experience from start to finish was in, in America? It was great. I mean, they don't know what good coffee is, <laughs> even though they think they do. <laughs> And that's just a fact. There are a couple places. Can you name them? Just, you know, in case. So the places that I've went to, out of all of them, my two favorite was Native, which is like a specialty coffee shop in Belfontain. Yep. And then the other one was at his, uh, like, college. It was Orion. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I mean... I'm super She's snobbish, very snobbish. About, about my coffee. In Hungary, I don't really count as snobbish, but in America, I think I would be counted as snobbish. And that two coffee shops are the ones that are super similar to the to the coffee that I really like here. Like, like, yeah, like I don't. Yeah. So the other ones like Starbucks, like I Duncan is super like famous in Hungary like people know about it as like oh it's like so hyped up but it doesn't exist here 
I didn't even want to try their coffee because it's like why it's, would you? Yeah. It's like, like a dumbed down once, Starbucks. Once I saw on TikTok how they make their cold brew, and I and I cried. Well, I mean, yeah, it, like it's, I like I cringed so hard, and, and I'm like, why do people still buy that thing? Yeah, I, <laughs> it is it is an interesting thing, and and again, I. It was a great experience, like going to America and taking her around to like places that I grew up with. That's probably one of the, the coolest parts about it. Like, obviously, we had a week, so we didn't really get a chance to go to everything. But it was. We still, went to the zoo, though. We did go to the zoo, which was really cool, and she got to see my father be like the weirdest human being. My dad just gets weird when he has his camera, and there's animals, and he can take pictures. <laughs> And he was salty because it was raining. I thought you were yeah. all, or you were always around him when you were a kid. I was. That's why it's kind of it's rubbed off. You didn't get. You didn't I didn't get, get the joke. joke. No, I didn't get it. He, I said when he's around animals with his camera. Great, thanks. I'm Appreciate sorry. It. It's fine. I love it you too. It was right there. I love you too. Uh, <laughs> so, what would you say, Rebecca? As uh, what would be some advice you might give to a Hungarian going to America for the first time? What are some like three things that you would uh, tell them to that they must do uh, when they go to America, no matter where it is, big city, small city, something like that? I would say just be open and like see their culture, I guess. And I, yeah, just, just, I mean, would you say like, being open, do you mean like being willing to try the, the things that Americans like? No, like. Be open-minded? I mean, yeah, you mean? that too. Okay. But also like, like don't just decide here in Hungary, okay, these are all the things that I like want to do. Like go there and see what's there, I guess. Like what is it like there? Like. I don't know. It's mm -hmm. hard to explain. It's just so different. Like maybe something that would be the best experience you've ever had is something that you have never heard of. Like the idea of it doesn't even exist here. So it's like the idea that going to America with an open mind, willing to to see to it as a completely new and different thing and from what you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and would you say that like, do you, do you think that your experience in America like has helped you understand maybe me a little bit, like as oh, yeah. your, as your, as your husband, like understanding maybe where I come from, like what, what was some of the things you noticed from that time that you were like, Oh, that makes sense now. Or maybe you wouldn't see my dad and my mom or my brother and yeah. in more of a, I mean, a place. Um, when we first started dating, it was so weird to me that he would always want to order something for dinner or go like to a restaurant to eat lunch or whatever. And I'm like, that's just like, like, why would you go there all the time? Like, it's it's such a waste of money. And and when we went there, it was like everyone was doing it. Everyone went uh, out for dinner Almost, I mean, I'm not saying everyone, but like most people just go out for dinner if they don't have time to cook and stuff like that. It's just totally different. Like food there is not that expensive, I guess. Yeah, it's not that like, expensive. Like, um, it is more expensive, but. Depending on where you go and stuff. Yeah, like compared 
to that living, I guess. Yeah. It's just what you do. And to me, it was so like weird. And then once we came back, I was like, oh, now I know why he would just like when we don't know what to eat. He was just like, do you want to order? Like, like at that time, like I finally understood. Yeah. And I think, yeah, like I think it was cool. To oh, have- and also oh. the love of football. Oh, yes. She got to witness. Jeez. By the way, I didn't say this. She got to witness uh, my you uncle and your Carl. dad. Yeah, my dad and myself, my uncle Carl, my brother, I believe, was home for that too. Uh, we watched a high state football game. I think it was versus Penn State or something like that. It was for her like very overwhelming because she has seen me here and like I get into it. I'll call my dad. We'll talk about it. And f- and to me, that is already like a lot. Like yeah. But to see us all like get really hyped out of nowhere, um, just. It's just scares her, makes her jump, which I understand 100%. And it's a lot to take in. I've I've had other Hungarians tell me the same thing. But um, it was cool, though. Like, I, I would say this. One of the coolest things, to be honest, for you that are listening is, like, being able, like, don't ever be afraid to, like, I think, show somebody where you're from. Um, one of the coolest things, like, when we were dating and, and then as we were getting ready to get married is, like, spending time with her family. Um has become my family like away from, I mean, they became my family and they are my family and having that being away from home is, is really awesome. But I think it was also important for her to see where I came from and for her to see the people I grew up with to see my friends from college, uh, shout out Ryan, Trey, Jesse, you all know it. Um, see those guys, but then also to just see where I was from, see where I grew up. Um, and realize that maybe some of the weird things that she witnessed and maybe some of the weird things that um, that we had or we were talking about, it made more sense in the sense that that's the way I grew up or that's what I was going through. Yeah, like 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 Americans are so loyal to their like like clubs. And I'm like, if like if I root for a team and they suck and they leave the like d1 league or whatever because in hungary they're like national leagues like they don't have conferences they have national leagues and they have like levels like d1 is the first level and mm-hmm. d1b is like the second level like i just choose a new team <laughs> like <laughs> that's just like what i do like if you just switch your favorite team it's not a big deal here and in america it's like you never choose a new team even if it sucks and it haven't like had a good game in like 50 or 60 years, you don't even like you weren't even existing when they last won the Super Bowl, but you still root for them. Like, like why? I think too, that's just, I think it's also just like a loyalty in general. I think to, to people, to family, like when she first met me, her mom, one of the first things she said, said was, was like, she noticed my love for my family. Yeah. And I think that's like a big thing for me that I wanted her to see was like my family and, and where I came from and, and all that. But yeah, we, Sorry. we, um, we do really enjoy. And, and again, it was an amazing experience and marriage has been great. Uh, I love Rebecca to death and it's, um, it's been very evident to us. Like the, str- the times that we struggle, it's learning. It's, it's, Admitting when we're wrong and admitting the times we messed up, but it's trying also- to remember that it's not. It's probably a misunderstanding yeah. in the language and not actually a misunderstanding. And 
real life. Exactly. And it's been a great time. And, and we appreciate all of you, by the way, if you're listening and you maybe were at our reception or you um, were here in Hungary and you were at our wedding, like, or you've just been supporting us. Like for us, that means a lot. We, we appreciate, we love you all. Um, and if you would like to see Rebecca back on the podcast or maybe in future videos, then let me know below comment, uh, comment questions, um, things like yeah. that. Or what kind of like, or if you want to see Ben talk more Hungarian, or there's speak that one more Hungarian. or go, go around Hungary. There's so many options. Uh, let us know below. It'd be a great, great thing. Uh, and if you've loved this episode of the podcast, and if you're watching on YouTube, hit that thumbs up button, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. Uh, that will allow me to see that you're enjoying it. And you want to see more Real Talk with Ben podcast. You want to see more of the baseline with Josh. Um, it's just, it's a great time to be a part of the Bound experience um, and and to watch Real Talk with Ben. Uh, and if you're watching, uh, and if you're listening on uh, Spotify or iTunes, then make sure you favorite it. So when you go in the car or wherever you're listening to it, uh, it could be right there every single week. Once again, I want to remind you that uh, God is so good um, and that he cares about you very much. And uh, we're going to have a great rest of our week. We hope you have a great rest of your week and we'll see you. Bye.